Hey everyone, and welcome back to the It's Good to Talk podcast, brought to you by the Let's Chat YouTube channel. Um, so I'm here today with uh, Christy, who's a content creator on TikTok. Uh, we're going to be talking basically about social media and potential hate and effects on mental health that it can have. Uh, we have, of course, done a couple of these in the past um, with people from Twitch, like um, uh, Wizard of Time and people like that, and also on uh, TikTok with Call Me Chris. But we're going to try and get into it a little bit more and see the other side of it, um, much more kind of harsh side that unfortunately Chrissy has come across. So, Chrissy, how are you doing? No, I'm doing good today. Yeah. Like <laughs> okay. I said, I'm dealing with a couple of burst pipes, but you know, every woman does. <laughs> okay. So, how has it affected you? Because obviously, we're saying about, um, you know, social media having its downsides and you're primarily known through TikTok, although you've got, um, you know, things in a lot of different pies. TikTok is kind of the main one for you. Um, and of course, I came across you um, more than anything else because of a, a TikTok you put out saying about kind of some of the stuff that had happened um, and the arseholes that people had been, basically. So um, do you want to kind of talk us through or just give us an idea of, of what your experience um, in social media has been not necessarily just the the harsh bit but it, kind of the whole run up as well yeah so I think my initial kind of um, reason why uh, I got on to TikTok was that um, Facebook wasn't really doing it for me anymore that I you know more and more Karen's as they're known no offense yeah. to anyone named Karen um, <laughs> were kind of approaching any kind of uh group setting or personal page or anything that you wanted to do so everyone started becoming very judgmental about anything everyone had an opinion for anything like you pop to the shop and someone would have an opinion about it so yeah. i was like yeah i'm just not into it and i had a couple of friends send me some tiktok videos and i was like well this is funny i'd like to get onto this and um, I joined TikTok in uh, end, end of July this year. Okay. And I started initially just trying to do terrible dad dances. Um, I think it was that One Direction song that got me like, mm, mm, mm. Oh, yeah, I still can't do the dance. Um, I think that was what got None me. None of us can. None of us can. <laughs> yeah, got me onto TikTok, and I was just like, I just wanted to just learn all these terrible dances. Um, and then I started doing it a little bit more, doing voiceovers, doing comedy, and then what kind of took my TikTok off was um, doing Shibari rope art, which some people have no idea what it is. Which, in one context, it's a form of BDSM but it's not always it's not seen just as in a, a sexual way um, it's also traditionally used to tie up prisoners and to hold on armor in Japanese war times was yeah. kind of where it originated from but there's ways of creating really kind of artistic um, bodices and patterns and things like that um, around yourself that are not dangerous or restrictive and I never claim to be an educator within it I do my research but I've been as a scuba diving instructor and as a horse rider I've worked with rope all my life so it, it was just almost natural for me to kind of fall into that area and 
there's a real big kind of um, community on TikTok within that as well. And I had one video that I put up, which I randomly did, I think in the morning. Um, and I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. I was just it's like a little 15 second video and it just shows like, I think it's four different types of um, patterns and it went viral. So I think at the end, before my account, my original account was shut down, hit 2.4 million views mm. and over two, no, 370 something thousand likes. And God knows how many comments I lost. I lost track of the comments. Um, so that's where my TikTok kind of took off from 800 people to hitting 70,000 people in less than three months. Mm. Um, so that was kind of then where I saw my avenue going. I was just like, okay, people have a flair for a bit more of a different art form because you know, you can create these things to go over things to wear at festivals. Obviously you have the whole kink community, but then you have people who have been scuba diving and horse riding who have also worked with rope for, for God knows how long and just find it interesting. Um, so I started creating quite a lot of content with that. TikTok did not like it, firstly. So TikTok, TikTok I think, no, I think TikTok <laughs> was my first troll who was just like, nope, nope, community guidelines, community guidelines, community guidelines. I'm like, you are, I don't know what else I can do to kind of make this, I'm literally in a turtleneck top with a jumper on top and then trying to do this this artwork because I, I didn't have another person to do it on i could only do it on myself mm. um so i was doing live streams where i was having six seven hundred people come in standard i'd have at least 120 people in just to watch me do makeup in the morning um before work um which again is quite minor compared to a lot of the the huge influencers that we have on it's more TikTok. than me it's more than me don't worry about <laughs> Um, so, and it kind of started off there and it started really positive and people loved it. And, um, it was where I kind of met my first group of friends, I suppose. The first people I really connected with, um, on TikTok who were, were a support from the beginning all the way through to now. Um, and then the hate started coming. So it would be people who would somehow get past the ghosting system on a live stream and they would start saying you're a whore you're a slut go and kill yourself go and hang yourself with your ropes mm -hmm. so that was just that was the start of it so i was maybe at ten thousand followers at that point and i was just like it's fine it's fine it's just a couple of people it's fine and then it started coming on my videos mm -hmm. so my videos would then start getting quite a lot of hate and i'm like again it's fine the more haters it, it like if i if i have more haters then it must mean i have more followers which must mean that i'm doing well i'm doing something that people obviously don't like yeah. but i also they if they didn't want to be involved they wouldn't comment i suppose I, I don't know what kind of kick they got out of it and i still to this day do will never understand what kick somebody would have out of telling them to go hang themselves on a live stream they have I, noticed some people are just i mean i i've i do um 
I do Twitch as a mental health streamer. Like I don't do anything else. I only talk about mental health. And I had someone last week ask if they could kill me. Um, it is, it is people just come out of nowhere. They have nothing better to do. And they don't, I think there's a, there's a definite disconnection for a lot of people between seeing someone in real life and just online because they just feel protected behind a screen because nobody knows who they are. And it's like, yeah. uh, you know, they have no idea. They don't interact with it as a real person, I don't think. But yeah. obviously that affected you pretty badly as as it was getting forward so like what was how how do you want to like say to everyone how badly that kind of escalated for you yeah so but just before my account was shut down i was doing dual lives with i didn't get their permission to call them out but fuck it, i'm gonna do it anyway they're, <laughs> they're nice but they're australians they'll get it um so i'm and they're also on twitch Oh, I'll give his Twitch way too. Blake Dean 93. <laughs> right. Um, so Blake, who and his wife, uh, Danny, so it's uh, they're known as Blake and Danny or Oi Danny, mm. um, randomly dual-lived me. So it started off, actually, I've had a couple. So I had uh, I am Josh from England, too, who is now becoming quite established as an actor and influencer on TikTok who's, who's a guy from up in Derby. Um, and if anyone on TikTok sees this, they, they're gonna, this, uh, this will probably get me backlash on there. So it started with him. Um, so I, he, I did a dual live with him because I was already following him. And I was like, why have I got someone with like 140,000 people wanting to dual live with me? Mm. I'll just do it. So we were singing High School Musical on a dual live as you do. <laughs> Um, but from that, I had quite a lot of women jump over from his to mine mm. who were like, you can't be with him. You can't take him away. He's with this influencer. He's with that influencer. I'm like, the guy's an individual. He can do what he wants. Yeah. And then the, I think what stemmed from that was that me and him then connected on Instagram and started talking and we even went on a date in good old London. <laughs> and then it went on to another live situation about a week later it turns out that he has a girlfriend and right. he had been doing this with about seven other girls in a space of a week hmm. so that kind of tipped me over the edge but also once my name got put in the mix of his live of what he'd done and then his i don't know girlfriend and whatnot had found out um that kind of then caused a lot of people to come over to me and shout hate left right and center they didn't even know who i was mm. which is which is fine i get that okay but i was none the where but coming back to blake and danny um i've lived in australia i know australia humor goes quite dark but me me, me and blake we were just cracking a joke and it was like, I don't know, 10.30 in the morning. I don't drink alcohol. And he was just like having a beer. And he's like, oh, why don't you just have a drink? And he, he was like, I'll give you 300 followers to have a drink. And I was just like feeling in that kind of playful mood that morning. I was just like, fuck it. I've got a bottle of Jägermeister in the living room. I'll do a shot. So I got my bottle of Jägermeister before work. And I was just like, <laughs> let's just do a shot of Jäger. And from that, I got loads of people that really liked me. Um, I, I built some really good relationships from people from that. But 
out of I think the 400 followers I gained in that live because they did all jump over and follow me I would say 85% of them then made it their daily mission to come into my lives and threaten me call me out call me all kinds of names and whatnot to the point where my account was flagged so many times for particular words and videos and comments that TikTok shut my account down out of nowhere. I was busy eating my dinner and I had a message of a friend who um, I'm very, very close with now, um, who I met on TikTok because someone else had shared her my live right at the beginning when I first set it up she was like Christy you know your uh your, your TikTok doesn't exist anymore I was like what do you mean it doesn't exist I was literally just on it so I've gone onto my phone and I've gone through and it's gone user has been banned for breaking community guidelines too many times I'm like bro this, this is not okay so I got firstly I got very very upset because I was like I've worked so hard to create content daily for people to do lives. I was doing lives three times a day. It was taking up my life. Mm. And I think that should have been my first reminder of this, this is becoming a little bit much now because yeah. just before it was shut down as well in my lives, that there was a trend. I don't know whether you're aware of it or not where people would come in with like no followers or whatever and they'd have the little TikTok icon and it would say like um, TikTok uh, policies, TikTok community guidelines, all versions of TikTok's main accounts saying your account is going to be shut down on this date. Your account is going to be shut down on this date. No, it was just getting... I couldn't keep up with it. My moderators, I had six moderators in each live I did. They could not mute enough people. It was getting that full of hate that six people couldn't mute them quick enough. Mm. And yet I would still have that need to go live and open myself to the world. And in a way, it's almost become a bit of a sickness in itself, a bit of an addiction, I suppose, yeah. is the only way to put it. So... I was just like, do you know what? It's gone. I'm, I'm still manifesting to try and get my account back. I don't know why, because I don't think I want those people back. Anyway, it was yeah. just the fact I knew that I was moving forward and I was doing really well in a really short space of time. Yeah. So I set up this new account and um, about a month ago, about a month to five weeks ago. So this was already my backup. I think I had about 800 followers on it. Yeah nobody knew my account got shut down so i just had to essentially start from scratch yeah so in the hopes that it would take off again so i reposted some of my old content um which didn't didn't take off like mm. it did before so i started moving on to different content and um the trolls found me again so I did another dual live with Lake and Danny. I did a dual live with a couple of other people that I know. And again, the trolls just kept coming. But this time they were coming in. And, and I think it was uh, a probably a, a roll off from before as well. Um, but I started then getting direct messages on Instagram, on TikTok, in my emails, 
on my Facebook and I have no idea how they found me in, in places that weren't available. Yeah. Sending me death threats, telling me all kinds of hate, telling me that I'm fat, I'm disgusting, I'm ugly, I should just go and be a whore, and I'm a prostitute, I'm doing all of this stuff and I and I just I couldn't, I couldn't. So I think my subconscious was telling me before I was telling me that this is becoming a, a, an issue with my mental health. Now I've always, let's say, had mental health issues with like anxiety, yeah. depression, um, and that's that's not me personally. That's more of a family thing. My whole family's gone through it. I've come from nothing. Anything that I have, I've, I've bloody worked hard for. Um, to become a scuba diving instructor, nobody handed that to me. I had to work and work really bloody hard. I've broken my back twice. I've done my knee in nine times. There's only so much you can do before your body just says no. And then yeah. COVID hit. And then it was another thing. And then the last month I've had a lot of issues with um, a lot of triggers from my past. So... Um, I was assaulted by my best friend's partner. Right. Uh, the day before the incident happened, um, I was having issues with people in addiction coming back into my life. Um, and I, I have never suffered with addiction myself, but um, I've always been surrounded by people who have been in addiction. Yeah. So that was triggering thoughts for me. And then um, it would be situations where people are coming too close, getting too crowded, which would then set my anxiety off. And it would just start to become a bit of a roller coaster. And because I was then expecting all this hate to continue on my new TikTok, I was almost anticipating it. So my content then started to reflect what I think my subconscious was telling me. Like, yeah. I think one of the most disturbing videos I did was maybe a week and a half before what happened is that I did the Hannah Baker video from 13 reasons why. Right. There. Um, if you're, if you're listening to this, then um, I obviously didn't survive and you're one of the reasons why. Yeah. So part of my content had already started switching to what was going to happen, mm. which is, almost disturbing in itself that I'd almost been programmed into what I was going to do. So what unfortunately happened was, um, I'd had the, the assault the day before it was my godson's birthday of all days as well. Um, I'd been awake for two days and I was just tired. I tried to contact people. I couldn't get through to them. Um, but there was part of me that was just, there was one side of me who was like, you can fight this. You've done it before. You've survived before. You've dealt with bullies since school. This is, you know, because of who your family are. And I'm like, you can fight it. And then there's this bigger personality version of me that is playing victim. And that victim mentality that inner child who isn't healed from all its PTSD and its trauma and its effects is going, mm. no, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And it becomes this little nagging little noise in your head all the time. And 
I didn't write a letter. I didn't tell anyone. I just sat on my bed and I put some music on. Naturally, I searched Spotify for sad songs. Um, <laughs> and then, um, because I'm on quite a lot of pain medication for my back, from breaking my back, so I'm, I've had, oh God, like four surgeries now. I'm still waiting for another three. Mm. Um, I've got uh, cancer-causing implants in, which one of them has ruptured, so I'm waiting for surgery for that. And hoping it's not cancerous and obviously then I was still getting all of these this hate and these trolls and everything so I sat on my bed and listened to this music and just quietly popped open each little section of my dosset box and made the decision then and there that I don't want to be here no more mm. I was done I was done I was just like if I can't get value from this earth, from these people that I'm trying so hard to please, because that's what it became. I've always been a people pleaser. And I was just like, oh, I can't, I can't please anyone. I can't do it right. I can't do it wrong. I, there's just, I don't know what to do. Mm. Um, so I only had, in my eyes, I only felt like there was one way out. And it's ironic because I get so angry at people that, make an attempt on their life so angry with them you know i was in the exact same position last year when my mum tried to do it um so i'm like how can i be angry at someone when this is literally what i'm doing right now because there's it's weird it's like i wanted to be here but i don't want to be here right now but i didn't see another way to deal with it it's like my all my therapy, all my meditation, all of this, it just went, nah, you don't need that shit. You just need to take these tablets. Take these tablets and just go to sleep. It's one of the like, biggest you know, I... Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest problems with, with mental, health, uh, mental health issues is it doesn't make sense. And that's, that's the biggest problem is that trying to think like, and I get pissed off a lot at um, uh, films and TV when they basically like it'd be csi or something like that that just says oh well this person bought frozen food or they bought this so clearly it wasn't it wasn't suicide and you're like oh shut the fuck up that's not how the mind works yeah. if it was logical then that person wouldn't have done it in the first place mm. um you know it's it doesn't just doesn't work like that so I, I can i can understand um although it sounds like um some of a contradiction but i can understand the idea of being angry at your mother for trying it but at the same time being there yourself because it's yeah. if it was a logical if it was logical in any way then neither of you would have tried it yeah. um so that's that's the thing and i think that's what a lot of people don't realize is that they just assume oh well it's a selfish thing all that kind of stuff and it's just like you have literally no idea because until you're in that situation you can't understand it you're never no. going to understand it individually even so from one person to the next that have tried it it's still not the same for you the same same as two people with depression can't actually line up i always get irritated when people go oh i understand no you have some experience that puts you in the right place but you don't necessarily understand the same circumstances yeah. um so it is it is shit at the end of the day there isn't a better way of saying it really um and what, going to say it, I think. yeah i mean we were talking a little bit beforehand about the the whole people please and i think this is something people do go down the wrong um the wrong kind of path on is this idea and i actually think this is a I'm sorry, society, but fuck you for this one. This idea that we have to please everybody else and yeah. that everybody else has to come first. 
They don't. I'm sorry, but they don't. Other people do not come first. I don't care who you are because the idea, I'm going to, I'm going to go into a fucking analogy now. I'm yeah. sorry. Anyone, <laughs> anyone watching me from Twitch? I know you've heard this 50,000 times. I watching these podcasts. Um, but I always use the analogy that if you're in, if you're people pleasing, you're trying to help someone and you're in um, a house that's com- it's late at night and it's completely dark. Um, and there's a hallway between your room and theirs and you hear crying or you hear them fall or anything like that and you want to go and help them if you don't turn on your light first if you don't look after yourself first all you're doing is you're walking down a darkened corridor no way to know what's in your way you're going to fall over you're going to bump into things you're going to cut yourself continually until you get to them and then you'll be able to turn on their, their light but by that time you've taken longer to get there You've not been able to help them in time, so they're not getting the full benefit either. And when you do get there, you've fallen down and you've been broken several times. Whereas if you turn your light on first, not only do you know where you are, you can see the path in front of you and you can get to them quicker and you haven't fallen. So mm-hmm. they get the help faster. You don't get hurt by it. And I know a lot of people are going to go, well, yeah, but I do. I make sure I eat at this time and I, I, do, I kind of make sure that I'm okay. But all that is, is the same as having a candle and walking down that same corridor. But a candle can be um, put out from one fall. So you need to make sure that you're okay first, because if you haven't turned your light on, you're just going to keep falling. So that's where I think society fucked up and everyone else has kind of come with this idea of, no, let's put everyone else first. Let's make sure they're okay. And the amount of times I've said to people, no, you come first. Because we've, we've made that sound like it's a bad thing nowadays. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you just come first. How selfish. No, it fucking isn't. Okay. It is the most altruistic, if anything, thing you can do. Because to care for others without doing anything else and not looking after yourself is just going to harm them at the end. So I've got a little bit of a high horse there. Um, <laughs> I get irritated with, with um, the way society puts things, but so you, you really did get to the point from social media and specifically Twitch. Now, uh, sorry, for specifically um, TikTok. Now, obviously there's a lot of other things for you and you know, you'd been the result of, of um, PTSD um, and you know, somebody so close to you um, attacking you and things like this. Um, so, would you say that your, if you had never had the TikTok account, do you think at some point because of leftover PTSD, because of anxiety, depression, and other issues, you would have ever got to that point where you want to just kind of go, you know what, fuck this, I'm done. Or do you feel that social media had brought that to you? And do you think it's a case that social media had given you so much and it was actually helping your mental health and then it was just a snap of the fingers to make it worse and therefore maybe it wasn't social media it was just something that your mind needed to deal with or do you think it was kind of social media's fault it's it's a real contradictory kind of sense to look at it in in my point because it's like when i started tiktok it helped with my mental health yeah so much it gave me so much confidence in myself that i was lacking because i you know due to covid i can't teach people to dive and kind of following your analogy of not turning the light on mm. in scuba diving we would follow the exact same thing of as a rescue in diving instructor and when we're teaching students to become a rescue diver um or even in their basic diving save yourself 
before you save anyone else. Otherwise, you're creating two victims, not one. Yeah. You can't save someone if you're dead yourself. Yeah. So um, I've kind of, it's and that's what I mean earlier when I feel like I had I had two different versions of me. I have my irrational mind, who's this teacher who always is on the you know you can do it if you think about the right process you just need to have the process in place and little stepping stones to help you through it and you get through it but the bigger side of it was the effect of of social media so do i think i would have done it before um you can say you can see the point i start getting uncomfortable with it <laughs> moving around okay. my chair and everything it's all right. um the to hit that point and that low um i can't say i wouldn't have ever done it again because i don't think anybody knows they're going to do it until they do it mm. um and that i think that's one thing people really 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 need to understand is that people don't necessarily plan these things although it seemed like my subconscious had you know this ticking time bomb going on people don't plan to do this Sometimes one day, you know, we've lost so many famous people to it. You know, mm. Avicii being one of them, who I just saw as an idol. I, I, I loved that man. When I watched the documentary, it broke my heart to see how much he was pushed and pushed and pushed into the limelight. And he's like, I just want to make music. Mm. And I'm the same. I just want to teach people to scuba dive. I just want to swim with sharks. I don't, I don't need the fame and all of that. But then I got, I don't know whether it's greed or the want for attention. I don't, I don't know that kind of drove me to that point, but do it, would I, do I think I would have done what I did, which was make an attempt on my life last week, not last week, about a week and a half ago now with, without TikTok. No, I think TikTok was a huge influence yeah and why i did it and that's if, if we're being really gritty the people on tiktok the trolls on tiktok they take their toll and it it isn't it doesn't matter how short a time it was because i've not been on tiktok for that long you know we're talking end of july what was that july august september october november is that yeah. nearly five months so um essentially four months with my other account before it went big and shut down and then I had to restart so I had never received that kind of attention before um be it positive or negative or a bit in between all the shares all the likes all the comments all the messages I never had it before no and there's no rhyme or reason. Yeah, um, there's no, no reason to it either like like you say one video can just suddenly pop out of nowhere and so you're suddenly getting people coming onto your onto your um your tiktoks that you're just like where the fuck did you come from like yeah. i mean so on a much smaller scale even for me like most of my tiktoks get like a hundred people watching them and get like eight likes okay i had one uh, a couple of weeks ago and there's a there's a few from the same podcast because that's all i put up i put up there'll probably be a a, a, a snippet of this um, podcast on tiktok um so i put the, the podcast up and one of them that i was talking about uh jake paul being a dick basically um and jake if you're watching you won't be but you are a dick um and and him wanting to fight conor mcgregor and things like that um and and around the whole youtuber fighting and suddenly 
36,000 people had seen it and 2,000 people had liked it. I was like, uh, what the fuck did that come from? And yeah. then the, the next one afterwards is nothing again. And I think yeah. that can really mess with people's minds because for various reasons, it makes some people think that they're suddenly going to be a massive influencer. That's not going to happen to me. I'm well aware. I'm not, I'm not family friendly in any way. So um, it's, you know, I, it's, it, I don't, I don't, but I get, don't give a fuck. So it's, you know, that's not happened to me, but for some people, especially generation Z and things like, uh, generation Z. Yeah. Generation Z, things like that. Yeah. Um, they're going to be thinking, Oh, well now this is the next thing for me, but then that doesn't happen and that can bring them down. And the thing is, if you're brought up in a society that tells you that, that can just fuck with you. I mean, I'm, 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 it's weird thinking of a millennial being old. But I'm old because I'm a millennial. I'm um, a millennial, don't worry. <laughs> we're in it together. It's just, it's just we're old now. Um, but so we have a slightly different way of dealing with social media because, you know, this wasn't what we grew up with. And I think it's hard when you're thrown back and forth with the new way of doing social media. Um, now, so for you, TikTok really did kind of, it was the pusher that dragged you down. Now, it's very strange because... I think this is the thing that people should remember is everybody is different. So when we have these uh, blanket things across social media as being good or being bad, a few different things. One, they won't be the same for everybody. Mm -hmm. Some people are literally brought up and they are brought, almost brought back to life because of social media. Some people are dragged right down because of social media. And then also, which social media? Because uh, if you read the Daily Mail, they're all, it's all social media. It's all the same. Well, they... What they fail to think about there is that technically LinkedIn is social media. And all Daily Mail editors that I've seen are on LinkedIn. So is it really that bad? Um, you know, you've got Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch. They're all very, very, very different, you know. Uh, but of course, it's a blanket. So people will see one person on one type of social media that's been really helped. And it was like, oh, all social media is amazing. They'll see somebody else from another one. Oh, all social media is bad. And you know, there's no nuance. And I hate that nowadays. There doesn't seem to be any nuance on any of this, but there is, you know, you found some good in TikTok, yeah. but then it dragged you down. But like yeah. you say, you found some friends as well through there. So you've got something out of it, although it was the, 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 the main stressor for you kind of being dragged down, but thankfully you're still here. Um, you can't, you know, we, we have to remember that there was something there as well. But um, I think actually the point made about people, um, just switching almost immediately you're saying the attempt in your life was a week and a half ago and you're you know you're there smiling everything else it's that issue i think is a lot what what isn't seen and i think isn't seen on social media and i think that's why um, people feel so able to be dicks to people is that you can put up a mask you know, the, the amount of times you get people go, oh well what do you have to be depressed about what do you have to be this about like robin williams who you know was the one that was smiling, laughing, making other people laugh and joke and everything like that. And nobody had idea, what, any idea what the hell was going on in his head. And actually he, he was dying in some way already. Um, so I think that's kind of the issue that we don't see um, the reality of what's going on in someone's mind from one week to the next or from one day to the next. And I think people need to remember that when we come across them on social media, that you are laughing and jokey now, but I don't know how much of that is real for the camera, um, you know, because as much as we may try and be ourselves online, nobody is, nobody is. I don't care if you take, tell if people tell me, oh no, I'm completely, no, you're not. 
You're not because the camera's there. Because you're not the same. You're not the same person that you are at home to your partner as you are to your mates at the pub. So if you yeah. can't keep up the same relationship there, you ain't doing it with the camera. So we we do mask ourselves in some way, and unfortunately, that isn't recognised by people on TikToks and or on Twitch or on Twitter or on Facebook and you know so many other things. It just kind of keeps dragging you down. So I mean, what's your viewpoint on social media? After I've just kind of made I've put you into a box here from that little rant that I've gone on but fuck it um what's your opinion on social media in general in mental health because obviously you're saying you've had issues with mental health going into it and you know some people it it is genetics and everything else there was a lot of research into it that it is the mix of the the two um but what's your feeling on social media in general you say you moved off of Facebook but was it you're moving off of Facebook just because people being arseholes you just you were done with it or was it actually affecting you deeper than that um, I don't think Facebook affected me nearly as much as TikTok mm. had a physical, emotional and mental yeah. effect on me. I don't, I don't think I've ever experienced anything in my life that had such a big impact on me as TikTok did for the positives and for yeah. the negatives. That there's, I'm very much in that in-between right now because I had a choice. Mm. I woke up, so I, I went in on Friday and I woke up on Sunday and I was like, where am I? What day is it? What time is it? And they're like, it's Sunday. I'm like, no, it's not. It's Friday. Like, what, what, what the fuck has just happened? Mm. And as messed up as it is to say, it felt like when I left, I think maybe it was Tuesday or something, I felt like there was that that inner child victim that I was talking about earlier that was kind of eating away at me. Almost felt like I'd killed that person off when I'd made that attempt. Mm. So when I came out of hospital, I was like, okay, what do I do about this platform now? What do I do about my other platforms? Because, you know, I'm in the process of starting up a business right now um, to save sharks and stuff I was like so I've got this platform that's still growing um do I go back to it or am I too fucking scared of it now and what it's going to do to me next do I come off a phone laptop altogether and just sell out any idea of me having a career in the future because I can't keep in touch with that if I'm away from online unfortunately we are driven into a situation now and I think that's why they call them programs and stuff is because they are literally programming us to be so reliant on websites pages getting that fixed daily I think I watch I think it's called the um the social oh the social something on Netflix and experiment? no we're not not the social experiment and they did it on social media platforms can't think now but yeah I, I think i know what you're talking about yeah. yeah and that terrified me i think i watched that maybe three months ago um and that was all about social media platforms and the effects that that has on how they literally design it to make you addicted to a platform so facebook i've kind of I barely use anymore if i'm honest i use it for business purposes Hmm. um for my scuba diving and to keep in contact with people that 
on on any other platform because you know I've traveled quite a lot around the world so a lot of my friends are internationally based so if I want to communicate with them then I kind of I just have that I don't think I ever really look through Facebook anymore and I haven't really since I started my TikTok journey yeah. I think I kind of signed off from it then and I have I never really felt that need to go back once I felt that kind of where I'd cut the cord on 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 facebook instagram um twitter i don't i don't really use i've never really understood twitter maybe it's because i'm old but i've never got it but i did watch trump's twitter tweets and i was just like you you are really dumb how the hell did you become president um i'm i'm i'm, I'm just gonna tell that i'm not a trump supporter i think he's a complete asshole. <laughs> I, I, okay. you're fine you're fine don't worry i'm not i'm not like a secret republican you're, you're good <laughs> although i think he, even the republicans are fucking done with him now um, <laughs> um so i wanted to instagram i've never i never again never really had a problem with now i had an instagram that was linked to my uh my tiktok and then i didn't and again again not until maybe a month ago did i link my own tiktok uh, my own instagram to my tiktok um, but I had my diving page attached to it and stuff like that. So nobody really knew who I was. I wanted to, I wanted to think that I was as honest as I was as a person on, especially when I went live and I made a real big point of going, if you want to know who I am as a person, the person who just drinks like cups of tea out of like my mug, the size of my head. Call me Chris has tiny hands. I'm about my <laughs> giant mug. Like I'm known for my giant mug. Um, so oh, it's meant to happen that's it that's, is you're meant to have a proper mug that's just you know <laughs> if you can have a cuppa make it a proper brew you know exactly. um so that holds two cups in it now i'm just known for always sitting on my lives on my cup of tea chatting shit or using um doing my shibari stuff which i kind of cut off anyway i knew i had to go more pg with tiktok just because of the community guidelines um so I think that there is a real, real issue um, with social bully, social media bullying, trolling, and people being keyboard warriors out of boredom, out of hate. I had one person, I asked them, one of these fake TikTok accounts, um, why are you doing it? And they said, well, because we're forming an army. I'm like, forming an army for what? To take everyone down. And I was just like, so you think by coming into my life, telling me that my account's gonna get deleted, that I'm worthless, that I'm cheap, that I'm scummy, that, that that's going to bring people down. That's what you wanna do. He's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. but what, what, you know, people think people with mental health issues are the ones with the problems. But sometimes I think it's the, the people who spend too long um, hiding themselves from a world or trying to find this alter ego. Like I tried to find my little alter ego on TikTok, but I've, I've never, I've never seen such hate on any platform I've been on. And, and you know, I have 14,000 followers on LinkedIn. Mm. Okay. I know <laughs> I'm a LinkedIn influencer. Um, you know, I, I've got a following on my diving pages and th things like that. And I've never seen the hate to any of my friends who are influencers or 
in my industry and the scuba diving industry can be really cutthroat um, with regards to regulations. You only have to say something like plastic in a scuba diving group and people will go mental. It's like ants to, to sugar. Mm. I've never seen another platform where people come in. They don't just come in one at a time. They come in in their thousands and that it's just hit, 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 hit. It does not stop. So I had to have a real think when I came out of hospital, what the fuck do I do now? This is all I've known all summer. This is all I've known is to do my lives and stuff like that. And I was like, right, firstly, I need to look after myself. So I have a home treatment team at the moment that sees me every other day to basically say, do you feel suicidal today? I don't know why I tried to sound like Prince Philip then, but I did. Um, bit of the Queen's Queen speech. Did, are you suicidal on this Christmas day due to what Boris Johnson has done to us over and over again? Um, so I see them every other day right now and they're, they're really helpful with regards to uh, people who are feeling suicidal or who've been yeah, suicidal, yeah. have mental health issues because they're there. Um, they picked up the phone, Samaritans didn't. That's what scared me most as well is that I tried to call Samaritans and they didn't pick up. And I'm like, you know, we've also got to look at the services available to people who are struggling. So that aren't. quickly, anyone watching, I will put in the description a link to my website, which has on it a resources page specifically laid out for anyone in the UK, you'll be able to find on their resources, depending on what your issue is, whether it's PTSD, alcoholism, addiction, whatever it is, there'll be a resource link there, the website and like your phone number. Um, and above, if you're an international, if you click on the, um, the link that is at the top that says worldwide um, or something like that, I can't remember what I put on the website, but it'll say worldwide, something like that. Click on that link. It'll take you to another website where you can click on the specific country that you're in and it will give you the same breakdown. So if you are out there and need those links that Christy's talking about, um, the link to my resource page on my, on my website will be up so you can go and find what you need on there as well. So go on, go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's really important. I'm really glad you do that. Um, but yeah, so I, I needed to know that those resources were out there and thankfully, I've, you know, I've come out and I've, I've had those resources available to me now that I haven't had available to me in the past with any struggle that I've had. They just, they weren't around for me, you know, like therapy. What a load of bullshit that is. It is just like take your money, see, rather than therapy. Take I mean yeah, the issues with the issues with therapy and counseling are several fold first firstly if you get the wrong person you're fucked i mean because the thing is there's so many different types of therapy and so many different types of counseling but the problem is is that we're only ever told about one and there's only usually one person that does it in our area so we get fucked over by the fact that that person could be a, be a complete cunt and we don't know how to deal with it um and we can't we can't do it there because we don't know where to go next because we've been told this is it um it's like when people talk about uh, counseling and what's generally known as counseling is like one of about twenty thousand different types um yeah. so that's the biggest problem i think is that i think education needs to come there to let people know that there's other things to do because i mean therapy again i know it's i'm not trying to argue with you i'm trying i promise um but there is obviously if you've had the worst person and the worst therapy for you 
it's not going to work. And, you know, I think that's the issue is that, and the problem is, is if you, if you go in there with that mindset anyway, or that you've got that mindset because something has happened, it does kind of, um, you know, make, make it stilted when you go to do anything else. Um, but there is so many other things out there and there are different people that can help you in different things. Um, but obviously as well, therapy doesn't or counseling or whatever it is, doesn't just mean sitting in a room talking to someone either, you know, scuba diving, for instance, could theorize as therapy um, yeah. martial arts and self-defense which is what i teach can be used as therapy um you know they are there are so many different things about it so it's just it's dependent on how you approach it it's not it's just i know because I, I get people in my twitch stream all the time they go well do you think um talking is going to help well at some point it's good at some point you've stopped yourself to go and talk to someone so it means that we've got you, we've got you, or someone has got you at the point at which you're not currently doing anything else. So they're, they're, they're with you there. And it's not just talking. It's, I'll go for a run. Now, it doesn't work for everyone. And drugs don't work for everyone. Talking doesn't work for everyone. But the point is, anybody that tells you that you just do one of them <laughs> can fuck off because you don't just do one of them. It's, yeah. it's a mixture of everything. It's a mixture of everything together. You know, it, it has to be that kind of collaboration. But, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll stop interrupting you. I mean, <laughs> I probably won't, but at this point, I will stop interrupting you. Um, but what was I saying? But I, I've tried different kinds of therapy. I've had EMDR, CBT, um, psychotherapy, um, psychodynamic. I've tried a few, so I always try and go into them. I with still an do mind. psychodynamic. Oh, Jesus. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it Freudian. It's Freudian. I wasn't, it's, wasn't yeah. meant to go down that route. And it's something that I will not be able to go down for probably a very long time because I'm not ready to deal with those demons. Not yet. Not for, yeah, not for a while. I, you know, I need to, I need to work on my recent self right now. So what I found when the EMDR, when my therapist told me and she was like, you're meant to have eight sessions and you're looking at a year and a half because you're that fucked up. I'm like, firstly, thank you. Secondly, I will take my 80 pounds a week back that you are taking from me for these 45 minute sessions where all you're doing is setting triggers on me mm. and, and you're leaving me with nothing. So that is a prime example of a bad therapist, but I can't say yeah. they don't work because there's techniques that they've given me that I've used and in my scuba diving for mm. myself, for my students. Um, I'm always giving the anxious students, the students that are stressed out. They must feed off me. I don't know, but that's where I'm in my element is helping other people. I've always been you know a people pleaser but trying to help other people so coming out of of hospital i had i knew i had to do something different and something that i was doing kind of maybe a, a month and a half before this real sharp uh decline mm. uh, where i lost the account with the trolling behavior and the bullying became really really bad um i was doing some writing, so like free writing. And I know so I just keep taking my pen at the moment. Um, where you essentially get yourself a journal, you ask yourself a question and you just write. And what you end up writing, you don't think about it, you just write. And then you read it back or you leave it for a couple of weeks and don't look at it again. Read it back and you won't think that that's even you because in theory that's your subconscious talking to you. It's all the stuff that you've bottled up inside. You don't want to communicate to anyone, but it's a way of getting it out of your body and not rather than constantly having it tickering in your mind going, but he left me that comment, but they said that. So that must mean I'm like that. 
if he called me fat, then then, then I must be fat. Or mm. if you know he called me ugly, or if, if he called me a, a whore that I should tell myself, then obviously I'm, I'm going to have to do that now. I'm going. I am that low. I am that crap. That's about you know. That's all that, that I'm worth. But if yeah. I put it on paper, then that that's a way of the people who are not able to vocally communicate. And I struggle sometimes with vocally communicating how I'm feeling because of the fear of hurting other people or um, offending someone or something like that. That I, I then don't say anything. So then I just get bottled up and it just becomes this big, big thing. And, you know, people were aware of trolling. My, my moderators were definitely aware of it, but nobody, nobody saw this coming because no. I didn't talk about it. I, there was no warning even with essentially if you just scroll through my tiktok with the videos before this kind of video that i released it released this week all the warning signs there and not one person noticed and that's what's scary as well yeah is that we one person noticed because nobody is really watching or really listening um, so I've kind of took it upon myself, which every morning and my mum calls it manic behavior. I call it being efficient. Um, is get up at uh, like 5am, 5.30 in the morning. I do, um, meditation. So my little morning motivation meditation. Then I do my affirmation. So I'm listening to affirmations whilst I'm also writing down. And even when I don't feel like I'm good at something, I know I have to write it down. Yeah. Because your it's your thought process, it's the law of attraction. You think like shit, you, that's all you're going to get. Mm. And I don't know whether it's because my mentality had got so dark, whether that I almost attracted all of that hate. And then that their questions that I'm having to be asking myself over the past week of who am I? Who caused this? Who did this? How can I make a difference? And, you know, I got my thoughts journal, which um, I think I got on Amazon. It's a called my thoughts journal, which makes you question your thoughts all the time. So it's saying, okay, so, the, the, uh, you know, um, like, oh God, not my memory. That's the one thing that I do not recommend. If, if, if I don't recommend anyone to do what I did by any means, but one thing you'll be left with is bad memory. Um, short term memory, my memory just goes like that, it's horrendous, it's horrible. Um, yeah, it's disgusting, it's horrible. It's your, it's your mind trying to protect you from what happened. Um, yeah. yeah, and I mean, you're saying about the trying to talk to yourself and that introspection. I think it's also important, um, one thing as well, is to do that into a mirror. Um, the, yeah. the main reason being is that because a lot of us lie to ourselves when that when we look when we talk to ourselves and just going to go i fucking hate you whatever to ourselves you know you're disgusting you're whatever you are if you say it into a mirror somewhere in your mind knows that you're talking bollocks and it will want to fight you back uh you may end up in tears because you just don't understand because part of your mind does not understand why you are the one having to go at yourself it doesn't understand because it is you it has the same face as you and it wants to love you you know it's that thing of treat yourself like you're someone you care about which is not something that most of us do most of us have a go at ourselves and we miss any kind of introspection and i think the, the worst bit about introspection is when people do do it they only do it when they're feeling really shit and you shouldn't you should do it all the time because 
anybody watching this, either one of us, anybody out there, if, you, if we asked you right now with, to tell us with 100% confidence, how are you right now? No, I do not believe that one person would be able to give a 100% confident outcome because we don't know, because we don't check in with ourselves enough like that. Even if we do the, the journals and stuff like that, we don't, a lot of it is almost, we make it separate from ourselves. And that is the point of the journal is to make it, is to take those thoughts away. Um, but a lot of us don't then interact with it. And I think at some point, even if it's journal or anything like that, we interact with ourselves because if we interact with it, we then have some way of dealing with it because otherwise it's just building up and up and up and up and then when you do finally um crack it doesn't just crack it collapses and i think that's where as you talk about those those ability to talk to yourself and to interact with yourself is really important i'm very sorry for anyone that saw like my little dog come up he just wanted to say hello um so yeah i think that is it is really important because people just don't see it. and like you're saying nobody saw the the way that you were um, degenerating in the in the videos and it's just not something that's taught we don't have the education for it and that's one of the biggest problems because we separate ourselves completely you know we don't have the education and i think that hits all the way along from those trolls as well they don't have the education to understand what the fuck is going on i mean most of them probably suffer from mental health issues themselves because it isn't a normal thing well as much as we can use the word normal but it's not a civilized thing to go and tell someone to kill themselves, for instance. Um, so they're probably fighting other issues themselves and don't have an outlet. And then this has happened because there's no education, there's no background, there's no one helping them. And so it's them lashing out potentially in a hopes that they will be caught and someone will help them um, because it's hard to, to know the story. And I mean, the keyboard warriors I know about, I mean, I do a, another podcast and I'm a martial artist and the amount of keyboard warriors you come up, across, uh, come up against, you know, they're just going, okay yeah totally yeah yeah you're you're really scary 12 year old boy in suffolk yeah okay <laughs> um like it's it's that thing you've got to get used to and it's really hard because obviously different people react to it differently i've been training in martial arts for instance since i was four years old so i have no issue with anyone like that anyone talking shit about it but if you were someone that was new to something and someone said are oh, you talking shit or you might start to question yourself even if you had put more expense, because there's always a part of you that's going, is that right? Did I say that the right way? And then it starts to break it down. And it, it's, it's horrific. I mean, uh, even with Chris, with Call Me Chris, um, when she was on, who has benefited, as she said, a lot from um, social media, especially from TikTok, um, and had um, a very different experience to you. Uh, when she first started, she was getting hate. And she used to go onto camera and basically just take the piss out. But you know, the thing like, oh, you're only here because you're pretty and things like this. It's like, oh, you think I'm pretty? Oh. And then just ignore everything else. You know, but it's, it's how people deal with it. And it's unfortunate. You know, you have people like Bar None. Um, if anyone's come across Bar None, who just does not give a fuck about I, like that. I think his mixed personality does <laughs> that so yes. well. Hey, I mean, the biggest thing about Banan is he has been hit with suicide as well. Like one of his best friends from the army committed suicide. So he has the, the kind of tagline for him is you're not allowed to quit. Um, but at the same time, everyone's continually throwing hate at him. And he's just like, I don't need TikTok. And I think that's, that's the thing you were saying before is that, um, that addiction that's been caused for a lot of people. Um, obviously, it doesn't work on everyone because I think it helps to be older purely because it's not something that we were brought up on entirely. Um, and so it's not been our entire life, but that addiction can cause issues as well. Whereas like with Twitch, I'm very much, you know, oh, if I'm breaking your guy, I don't care. 
fuck you. Like I will be on a live stream and just going to go, yep, yeah, fuck you, Twitch, don't care. Um, it, it doesn't bother me at all because if, if it was taken away tomorrow, it doesn't matter. I'm not making a living out of it. Or even if I was, don't care. I'm not there trying. I actually had a, did a podcast um, on somebody else's about mental health recently where my issue with things like Twitch were everyone wants to be an affiliate. Everyone wants to be a partner. Everyone wants to be making money. Now I am an affiliate. I'm a Twitch affiliate. I'm, I do make money out of uh, Twitch, even though I tell people not to give me any money. But um, if, that, if they said tomorrow you break on the guidelines, it's gone. Okay. Doesn't, it's no loss to me. I don't, I don't care. Like I'm there to try and help people through the mental health stuff, but I have a website. I have ways they can contact me otherwise if they need to. If they can't, they've got the resources on there. They can go to that whenever they want. There's other people on there. I don't give a fuck. And I think that's the problem is that we don't, one, educate people on how to feel like that because everyone's got addicted to everything. And because of that, it's causing an issue for everyone that you don't have the ability of disconnection. Everyone needs to be on the phone. Everyone needs to, you know, here's my phone. Oh, what, what's, what, what's coming on? I've got, I've got an alert. Oh, what's next? You know, that's what everyone thinks like. Um, and it's not to say that every bit of social media is bad or it's not to say that technology is bad, everything like that. I mean, when I was a kid, I'm, you know, and we wanted to contact our friends, you had a telephone table in the hallway and you went down and you made the phone call from there and that was it no, and you know, somebody was on the internet and if so yes well if someone was in the internet that's that's not a thing that's not good um it's dial-up you'll never know the the horrors of dial-up kids um but you know these are things that i wouldn't want to go back to you know there are there are lots of benefits from it but i think we need to recognize that and have that education that people should be able to disconnect and that not everyone just because someone is on a screen does not mean they are fair game. Because I think that's, we used to have this attitude and there was one, I think it was Jimmy Fallon had to go out because there was someone that went on his show years ago, basically um, trolling celebrities. And, and they said, oh, well, they're celebrities. They've got it coming to them. And Jimmy Fallon fucking destroyed them um, because it's like, no, they don't. They are still human. And that's the thing is that celebrity now means anyone with any kind of following. Oh, you've got a few hundred people following you. You're, oh, you're, you're, you're celebrity on this, or you're well known on this. We're going to troll you. And it's this levels of now we're going to attack you because you have any standing at all. We're going to attack you. And that is getting harder and harder for people to fight against because more and more it is seeping into our life. And jealousy. Je people what, don't know how to deal with jealousy because yeah. they're not open minded enough or creative enough to try something for themselves i think a lot of it is as well it's it's fear as well yeah um you know i've seen people and i'm like why do you get to have that life i did everything in my life to 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 get where i am i sh you know i shouldn't be in london right now i should be on a boat in the bahamas swimming with sharks but i'm not i'm stuck in london because we have a bloody pandemic yep. so you know here for yeah. God. I'm in Kent, so I'm in tier four too. Um, <laughs> no, get fucked. I swear to God. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. It is, you get it, but it doesn't yeah. make it any easier when my life was solely about being outside, being in the ocean, teaching people, having people like, and I suppose there's that, um, that influence or that authority when it comes to being a diving instructor as well, because you've always got the students who are on the boat and then you've got like, the three instructors and then you've got like 
the dive master trainees and then you've got students so there was always that kind of pyramid of authority on the boat mm. nobody ever came better than the captain though the captains especially thai captains boat mm. captains best people in the world um but you had that kind of um outlet of people wanted to always have that conversation with you people always wanted to ask you questions they always wanted to interact with you and if you were able to get them through something shit then um you know you could now i i did a video uh maybe a year and a half ago on youtube um which is how diving saved my life mm. literally called that and it was how it saved my life the first time you know, I come out of a narcissistic relationship where my ex went and got another girl pregnant. Well, I was in hospital with a broken back, couldn't feel my legs. I'm like, well, if, if you're going to cheat, you may as well do it then. You know, it's not like I can run after you. I can't even walk. So I went off and became a diving instructor. And now he's, you know, got this life that he didn't ask for, he didn't want. As far as I know, from what my friends tell me, that he is not a happy man anymore. And I'm like, well, Look at me, I went off, traveled the world and became an advanced instructor in pretty much anything possible and in, in diving. Um, and now I'm in the process of, of setting up a company because I want to try and now drive my negative traffic into something positive. Now, an influencer I follow on, on TikTok quite a lot, I don't know if you know her, is Jenny Chang or I am Jenny Chang. No, not She does... Um, tarot reading stuff but at the moment so she's moved on to patreon now she's uh started like five companies but she does this tarot reading but she does it's all about influential talks and like really getting to the nitty gritty and she is not afraid to tell you what the fuck she feels if you mm. fucked up but be prepared to hear the wrath of what she thinks you know mm. she does not give a fuck but she's also suffered through trauma all through her childhood and anxiety and stuff like that. And, you know, following her and watching her and I've had a couple of readings with her. I had one with her the day before yesterday. Um, I had, I had a kind of meeting with her and like, oh, I got a lot of, of, of shit from her when she found out what I'd done. Cause she was just like, you're not allowed to quit. So she's very much like the female version of bar none. <laughs> um, but with a lot more businesses um a lot more way of making money and stuff like that but she's she's been a very influential part of me trying to remember in myself that you know i, I am a good person i don't deserve this shit and i think that she was potentially an influence as well as myself into okay what do i do with tiktok now do i leave the people who knew that i was going to start my my company to try and save sharks and and my friends and what i really uh, i've restarted growing because i had gone down a different avenue to what i was doing before yeah um or do i fight back but not in the way that you would respond to a comment how i used to replying to comments going oh well you're just a piece of shit as well because that's negative with negative two negatives don't make a positive it doesn't make anything any better I mean, mathematically they do, but yeah. <laughs> no, right, I'm not going <laughs> to... Sorry, I had to do that. Um, <laughs> um, I get, yeah, I, get, I, I, do get your, I do get your point. I just had to be a cock at that point. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's... 
It is. I mean, I think the, the negative is negative. I mean, depending on the person, I, I do snap back. So um, I think it depends on the person. Like I say, uh, call me Chris's way of dealing with it was just like, oh, you, you think I'm pretty? Okay. And, you know, it says that way of dealing with it. Bar none's way of doing, dealing with it is a negative, but then it is the it very kind right? of... Well, it, I suppose it depends on how you see it. And uh, obviously he it only... It depends from a negative to a positive. He always has a positive end spin to someone's comment. Oh, yeah, but he does. But obviously in his DMs, he's a lot harsher to them. And it is the kind of get fucked cunt. <laughs> you know, yeah. that is the, well, that that is is the kind of... Um, yeah. Which in America, obviously, and any Americans listening... I'm sorry, that is a normal word over here. That's actually a term of endearment. Um, it really but, is. It's like my favourite word to <laughs> Yeah. Um, but obviously in America, that's a very harsh way of doing it. Um, trying to, so many of my, the, the people I do partnering and stuff with on Twitch are American. They really just like, what the hell? Um, but so, <laughs> that was yeah, a terrible accent. I'm sorry. I wasn't doing an accent. <laughs> Really? That's I really wasn't doing an accent. No, that was that was clearly my voice going funny. That was not me doing an accent. Um, In our American trying to come out. Hey guys. <laughs> it's just clearly what my voice does. Um, but yeah, it's it's you know the ne the negative and positive. I think it's when you're uh, attacking them or trying to turn their words around. I tend to just and if it's on Twitch, I just ban them and then it's done. But I will admit, I'll, I'll always have a, a little rant, which usually is me effectively saying, if you're another troll on here, fuck off now before I have a go at you as well. Yeah. Um, which is usually how I do it. And it, 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 can be, um, it can be good. I mean, when people put you in your place, some people do need that. Some people are responsive to that. Not everyone yeah. is. And I think it is that, it's that thing about the therapist and thing, is it? Sometimes the kind of the granny who's going, oh, no, you, everything's going to be okay actually is helpful for some people but it isn't helpful for everyone and some people do just need um you know their mates are gonna go what the fuck are you doing you idiot come on you know and that's the difference is that we need that nuance and nuance has been lost um i think a lot of the the issue with the social media and stuff as well are people being lost and, and in fear and i think especially because of um, the pandemic. I think this is where it's got worse through Twitch and TikTok. The reason I use those two is because TikTok has exploded through this and yeah. Twitch has gone from 3 million um, users to 10 million users um, over the pandemic. And the biggest thing is, is that I don't know if this is the case for everyone, but most people I speak to have, when somebody says something, or if you're just having a bad day, the first response or whatever you want to say to someone when they're an arsehole to you, or even if they're nice to you, is harsh for no reason whatsoever. It's just your mind wants to have a go at that person because they are just standing there. Fuck you. You know, it wants to be harsh. The difference is, is that in real life, the rest of your mind then goes, don't be an idiot. And you don't say what you wanted to say. You know, it's that idea of when you're in front of a, a, a train in the underground, you may, a part of you wants to jump or push someone, but you never do because that's not the reality. But on TikTok, on Twitch, on Twitter, you don't have that filter. You don't need that filter. Those people aren't real. They're on my screen. So the voice that, uh, that has come without any filter, the harsh voice that would never come forward in reality is there. You know, there's, there's the amount of times when you find out a lot of these trolls are, you know, middle-aged people who have a family and are known as really nice people in the community. And it's just because that's their filter has actually been able to come in most of the time. And yet online, there is no filter. They, all the 
the deep-seated bullshit that they've dealt with. And that's why I say about a lot of the time, I think these um, trolls can be, although it, it's shit because it fucks up everyone else, it is them effectively asking for help a lot of the time and they don't even realise they're asking for help. It's a subconscious thing of them just going, what is my life? Because I can't deal with this any other way. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, I think once the pandemic is over, it will help a lot of people in terms of mental health. Um, yeah. because we won't be, we won't be able to hide because I think that's what has happened is in on both sides of that, those that are affected by mental health, um, and the trolls have torn down or have just started to look at, um, themselves against other, other people. Like, you know, everyone sets themselves against celebrities anyway. And then if you've got bigger because of the um, lockdown and a celebrity is looking amazing, you know, there's, there's that. And we, we can hide behind it. Oh, well, I'm just at home. I don't need to see anybody. It's fine. Um, and the other way of people that are trolls can't hide that much. If no, 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 you've got a job you need to go to now, you know, you've got school, you've got college, you've got university. It isn't, you can't hide anymore. Uh, it's going to be very interesting how that changes with social media. Yeah. Um, because it I'm has been see what kind of people, start showing their true colors mm. from this as well especially people who are you know there's a lot of angry people right now especially those in, locked in tier four mm. um you know those who are fighting for black lives matter those that are anti-trump there there's a lot of angry angry people right now um and i think a lot of that is because it's being pent up during uh, you know a pandemic but yeah. You know, I think what I think what the thing is is the the one thing that the pandemic has done is that it's shown people that there's a problem. Whereas before, yes. we were all quite happy to just ignore it. We knew that there was an issue. We knew that there was problems with online trolling, online bullying to young people, mm. and young people were predominantly the ones affected um but it wasn't you know because any older people it was happening to them face to face or it was happening online privately yeah um but it was an issue that wasn't really nobody wanted to talk about it it was like a dirty little secret and mm. i feel like mental health is becoming finally recognized as something that you know, people need to know about, people need to be aware of the warning signs for, for not just themselves, but their friends, their family, their followers and stuff like that. And I think that's why um, I, I did the video that I did because hmm. I felt like I was like, I either make it or I don't. And I think I'll regret not making it. And it could have gone one of two ways. It could have won, well, actually three ways. It could have just flopped, got two hmm. views. It could have, opened myself up and I knew what I, you know that I there was a chance I was opening myself up to a lot of trolls mm. by admitting what I'd done and base, essentially blaming social media and TikTok and everybody around me and then there was the way which fortunately it went where it I wouldn't say it went viral I think it's on about 45,000 views or something now mm. but it's got over two um like 200 i have to double check that like how many comments it's got it's got a, a lot a lot a lot of likes um mm. a lot of comments but it was the community of people that wanted to band together who finally checked in 
So yeah, we're on 330 comments of people that were only positive. I think I had two people that said, well, don't be online then. I'm like, <sighs> Try that in the 21st century. It's, I mean, yeah. it is interesting because I mean, you never came on my FYP uh, for you page for anyone that doesn't use TikTok, the, the <laughs> thing that you scroll through. You were never on there before that video. That was the very first time I ever saw you. So, and TikTok is supposedly known, although I think it's getting worse, for how good the algorithm is to show you people that connect with you. So the yeah. second you put mental health in there, I think you definitely hit a different audience because although not everything I do is mental health because it's, it's my podcast, some of them obviously be martial arts, but some of them like this one is me doing mental health and obviously something there, the FYP just went, well, this probably is something you'll look at. So I think you're probably hitting a different audience as well. So those same trolls that you had the issue with probably can't find you again, or at least aren't part of that same discussion, which is very likely a good thing for you. I mean, yeah. I, I get concerned the other way sometimes. Um, I get concerned very much purely because um, I'm on Twitch the most is by the, uh, the people that want to use mental health and positivity and wholesomeness. So I get very irritated when I'm told that I am a positive streamer, that I'm a wholesome streamer because I'm not, because those two things to me are bad words because positivity, yeah, let's be amazing. Everything's great. Ah, look, tomorrow's a wonderful, fuck off. Okay, <laughs> things could be bad tomorrow. Things yeah. could be fucking awful. Stop telling me everything will be okay. Po uh, toxic positivity is a thing. Just going, oh, everything's gonna be, gonna be okay. Oh, it's wonderful. I've been homeless twice, okay? The idea that, oh, it's just going to be okay. Oh, that'll never happen to me. Fuck off. You don't know that. Stop being an idiot. Actually deal with realism, not just this idea of positivity. And the wholesomeness as well. Wholesomeness. Uh, no, I'm not, a fifth, I'm not a fucking 90-year-old grandfather in the corner in a rocking chair. I'm not wholesome. Like Those two things are used over and over again. I mean, there's one person on Twitch, for instance, who goes on and on. He's, he's a mental health positivity streamer. All I've ever seen this fucking idiot talk about is how he has a podcast on 11 of the biggest um, podcast outlets in the world. And then he prays for you. Fuck the fuckity fuck off. I do not care. <laughs> Actually talk to your chat. Talk to your chat. Allow them to talk to you. You shouldn't be there doing anything else. And like, I get really irritated by that. And people I know at some point have tried, although it's very hard with me because I have a quite an abrasive way of talking to people, especially if they're American, purely because English and American, when they've been both been abrasive, England more abrasive. Um, oh, people, try, people try and use my kind of community and the fact that, because I'm known as not being one of the bullshitters because of the fact that I don't encourage this stuff from people. I've had people try and use that and be like, oh, look, I'm connected. No, you're not, fuck off. Um, you're not connected to me in any way. Just because you've given me a shout out on Twitter or you've given me a shout, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to suddenly just say you're amazing. That's not how this shit works. So I get really irritated by people that use mental health as a tagline because that then gives them views. So I think it's right. We are using mental health more. People are getting more into it. I just really worry and I'm concerned that we go the other way because social media, as we said, can be used for good. Like you say, you've used that video and you've already got 46,300, you know, these people and myself, I came across your, your video is the first time I came across you that people that wouldn't connect with you. And so hopefully now that you've kind of got into a new account and you might find that social media and TikTok is the thing that actually really helps you go forward now. 
and it actually really helps you and you'll find the other side of social media you know the, the side that people like call me chris and and although and um oh god ryan fuck is his name ah used to work for disney god damn it anyway Gosling. um no i don't know <laughs> it's fucking gone out of my head or ben brainard as well people yeah. up there that get the more kind of positive stuff without the bullshit um you might find that, that comes to you now um yeah. i just worry about like I say, with other people that just can go, oh yeah, I'm, I'm wholesome, positive, and I do mental health. The fact that you needed to say all that means you don't. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a mental health streamer on Twitch and I'm a facilitator. I will not give you advice and I'll continue to tell you all throughout my chat that I don't fucking know anything. I'm an educated idiot, that's it. Um, you know, so you should, I think when you look at these things, anyone out there that's, that's suffering and wants to reach out, do try and do it with people that aren't continually telling you how amazing and awesome they are. Mm. Um, and how positive they are and how wholesome they are because these are toxic traits too. Toxic traits aren't just when people tell you, you know, you've got to die. Both, both of us, both um, me and Christy have had people literally come into a live stream of some sort and say, kill yourself. Or weirdly, mine asked permission. Mine said, can I kill you? <laughs> I, no. But, I mean, what the fuck did you... What, Dickhead. Yeah, um, if they'd come with me at that with, with some if they'd asked permission first it probably would have had a different outcome you know, i mean you might have just laughed it's, it's like mean, the lack of consent i think around all of it as well like i did <laughs> not consent to this bullshit it's yeah it's just it's it's fucking nonsense but both of us i'm sure and i'm not i i'm sure that both of us have probably at some point not even noticed it have probably been the re result of positive of uh, toxic positivity where people have just continually gone it's okay oh it's amazing you're gonna be you're gonna be fine everything's great and much as at the time that may seem okay that's gonna cause deep-seated issues a lot as well because yeah. if you're told continually everything's brilliant everything's gonna be okay everything's great everything and then the next time something happens you drop that's gonna drop you even further so there is the issues there um i think we'll kind of wrap it up there because Otherwise, one or one of us, more likely me than you, is going to go into a, several rants. Um, <laughs> so, was there anything else that you wanted to kind of put out there and let people know, or anything of like that at all? Just that um, one, you can find me on TikTok, and I, I'm open to um, to communicating with people that are, are in the same position, um, even if they just want a view of, you know, how it how it fucking feels, and that they're not on their own from a personal point of view, not a professional standpoint or anything like that. Um, my kind of direction where it's moving now is obviously I'm still trying to do the little comedy stuff, but I'm, do I'm doing a how are you feeling daily? And that's not an over positivity because um, oh, I'm going, cool. you know what? I actually feel a little bit anxious today because I put my life savings onto cryptocurrency and the market just plummeted. So in theory, I've just lost all my savings. But what can you do that's going to make you smile today? And yeah. the reaction that I've had back from that has been good. You know, people are communicating back or even if they're just talking to their screen, just know that people just need a communication outlet and um, be more vigilant. I think people need to stop being so blind to, for, for people that are asking for help because people ask for help in the strangest of ways because they don't know that they even need help. And they'll, they'll probably even fight you for it saying, I don't need it, I'm fine. When really, the people that are fighting against it are probably the people that need it the most. Um, you know, I, I would have 
told you to fuck off if if you tried to question my mental health two weeks ago Mm. but then look at the state of me a week and a half ago and then I've got me today so I I had two you know two choices when I when I woke up I was just like you either live or you give up and die you either tell the universe do you know what like I've been through enough you need to sort your shit out or I'm thrown in the white towel I'm done and a 30 year old shouldn't have to say that ever in any situation not in work not in love not in career not in social media social media platforms anything like that people just need to stop and think you know would i say this to someone i care about what has this person genuinely done to me to to make me feel like i need to react like this in in some of the real extreme negative comments you know you're never going to be able to find positive people every single day of your life because that's not life life is full of lemons as they say life is a shit show especially right now you know everyone thought we were spending christmas together tomorrow and look at it it's one giant clusterfuck of people trying to escape down the m4 trying to go down to cornwall into tier one to go and fuck them over you know my friend from tiktok is in tier one she is she's like it's literally like pirates of the caribbean Yep. people trying to flood in i'm like what we're not in you know a fucking movie wake up people do need to wake up and i think yeah. that's that's kind of my point from now is like i i woke up that sunday and i've been awake since and the comments i've i've had a couple of trolls come in the last couple of days and my reaction has been like look i'll give you one morning or you're reported and then you're blocked. You're there's nice just, I am. There's no, there's no, I, I, I can't, I'm not, I'm don't, I can't be a nasty person, I don't think. I try. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I try I mean, and be I, that person. I just can't do it. So many, so many people, again, Twitch and YouTube are my main ones. I am on TikTok, which I just put my content from YouTube on, but one of my main taglines is, I am an arsehole. Just deal with it. I'm an arsehole. Yeah. It's just that there's a, anyone that likes Die Hard and it's Christmas time, you like Die Hard fucking deal with it it's a christmas movie um the, in the second one there's actually a line where he's gonna go i thought you were an arsehole i am an arsehole i'm just your kind of arsehole um yeah <laughs> so yeah i mean i'm one of the few people that actually thinks this lockdown's fantastic because it means i don't have to deal with people at christmas because i don't fucking do christmas fuck christmas it doesn't mean anything it's isaac newton's birthday deal with it um literally so, that is what i was taking christmas this year yeah, and it's it's fucking brilliant. To my mum yesterday i was like should we just take the tree down like there's literally there's no presents underneath it it's just costing us electricity i mean i don't i don't have any tree up there's no tree there's no decorations i don't anything up i wouldn't have had them up even if i had other people around for um yeah yeah other people which um again we're, we're, we'll kind of leave it on the idea of stop doing things for other people deal with it yourself first christy um but yeah so obviously we will have um now that i've heard christy say that she's fine with you going on to her tiktok we will have um the link to the tiktok beneath as well with the description as well as my stuff for twitch and that website where you can go and find the resources on there if you need them if you do need them there are numbers on there just find the right one for you it will have it like, like broken down autism um ptsd um depression so it's, it's on there okay you can find the right one for you 
and there's even numbers for there if you're worried about someone else you can go and um, try and do that as well because you know hopefully we can we can start to pick up on what is going on with everybody else so you know do have that thing of you know ask twice are you okay no are you actually okay um and also positivity doesn't mean toxic positivity just to make sure that i'm uh, people are aware of that there's being positive and there's you know how are you doing hey how is how is everyone that's just being that's just that's not even being positive that's just you're right i mean what's the main way of saying um of saying hello in the uk you're right that's that's literally asking someone how they are um so asked someone and not done like exactly so it's there is a difference between positive and toxic positivity so do remember that you can still be positive without being a complete twat so um thank you very much for joining me and um you know hopefully this has helped some um, some people in some way like as i try and show there are two um sides to every story we've had call me chris who was you know tiktok has really helped and social media has been amazing obviously christy has had kind of both sides but on one side really where it's been incredibly detrimental to um, mental health but hopefully that's gonna that's gonna change and that things are gonna get a lot better there so thank you everyone for joining us um we will be back next week we are going to continue with it i don't care if it's new year or not i will find someone that is willing to waste an hour with me so we will see you next week thank you very much for joining us um, and we'll see you later thanks everyone